smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello everyone i am shipra from mint's personal finance team topic of today's episode is whether investors should buy gold amidst rising inflation the world gold council recently came out with the gold demand trends report for the first quarter of the current year The report showed a significant fall of 26% in jewelry demand in India in the first quarter of 2022 and on the flip side investment demand grew by 5%. So is the decline in jewelry demand due to sharp increase in gold prices? Are people choosing to invest in gold and not buy jewelry due to rising inflation? To answer all these questions and to know the outlook of gold investments for the current financial year, we have invited Soma Sundaran PR, Regional CEO India of WGC. Hi. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Okay, so uh, I saw the report. So there seems to be a major contrast between uh, global gold demand and Indian demand both in terms of jewelry and investments. So what do you think is the reason for that? The one the, one of the reason is uh, the one of the reasons is we had a very good december quarter in the first place one of the best ever in our data series 345 tons on top of it we entered uh, uh, quarter 1 i'm talking uh, specifically about india quarter 1 january we had a few auspicious dates a few weddings etc etc but what happened was that we went into the third wave and that muted the celebrations number one then uh, we um, had a couple of uh, inauspicious uh, weeks and when uh, the industry entered march uh, by the time the prices started rising because of the geopolitical develop- developments primarily and also various other factors now when prices rise so sharply and they were also volatile okay so when they are volatile generally consumers of jewelry and bars and coins tend to actually wait and watch because they would like the prices to go up in the long term that is why they buy gold but they would not like the price to be volatile and rising when they are buying unless they see a clear trajectory when it is volatile they would always wait and see is this stable is this a, is this a blip or you know so why don't we wait and this was also been proven by anecdotal evidence when jewelers said most people who visited the stores when they looked at the price which is at some stage it was even up to 55000 with gst right right and they, they looked at it they said okay we'll come back next month you know because they are now attributing the price increase to the war which is not totally wrong and they believe that once the war abates the price will abate so if you can postpone your purchase why not right okay so that was the indian scenario because of this china of course we saw a good january but what happened uh, beginning of february after the chinese new year was that there was a complete lockdown okay which has now affected uh, their markets right and uh, globally on the other hand uh, what we saw was that uh, once the prices started rising and inflationary expectations were very high you saw investors actually uh, coming to gold okay. you know although there were rate hikes which were factored in they believed that it may still be a net interest rates may not be very attractive maybe positive for gold because you know interest rates net of inflation is what you essentially pay so because of it you saw an inflow of 268 tons the whole of last year we saw a net outflow of 171 tons 
this quarter alone we saw inflow of 268 tons so you can imagine the kind of uh, change in the investor sentiment in us and uh, europe towards gold so that's uh, supported gold central banks continued to buy so that also added to the sentiment so this is this is the global scenario okay. uh, but consumers are it is not that they have walked away from gold they really want gold the rural markets are coming back but the price is not something they would jump at at this moment of time unless they are very sure that now 55000 is the benchmark price kind of stuff right so what you said about inflation uh, indian inflation is also sticky right now so do you think that's going to drive short term demand for gold in india absolutely it is one of the favorable factors for gold there is no doubt about it and i don't think the bank interest rates are keeping up with it so this is a very typical uh, repeat of what we saw in 2013 14 uh, you know if if uh, the inflation goes up and it is not uh, clearly neutralized by higher savings rates i say i mean uh, rates on savings uh, it will lead to an increase in gold demand there is no doubt about it but if it is coupled with a very volatile gold price you may not see this equation play out as clearly as it played out in 2013 also right and is this just going to be a short term demand and or do you think that there's a long term you know there's going to be a long i mean what is your view on the long term thing see uh, we said that last year itself when it touched 800 now uh, this 800 tons well we have seen 800 tons in the past this was one of the highest because this has happened after a 50% jump in prices right. over the last 7 8 years now which means people have put in that much more money it is i mean if it had been the same price you are talking about a 1200 ton uh, kind of uh, buying so long term as we see india uh, demand responds to increase in uh, income okay 1% increase in income leads to a 1% increase in demand long term a 1% increase in price leads to a half a percent decrease in demand what it says is this econometric analysis says is the impact of income on gold demand is much more stronger than the impact of any other factor okay the long term and therefore with india actually growing fast and a lot of people coming into the middle class you know as they as they just move away from the you know bottom of the pyramid to the middle of the pyramid you will find that demand grows uh, for gold grows already don't forget why we buy 800 tons and work capital is only hardly 0.5 0.6 grams that's right compare it with the per capita in germany which is 2 and a half grams uh so as we saw in the report that demand for jewelry was down in the first quarter but investment demand went up even though it was not significant at 5% but still it was i mean you know there was that divide between the two so what what is your comment on that see uh, generally when prices rise in the short run people having money they want gold they will look at two options one is jewelry and barsam coins now jewelry comes with its own value added uh, cost right i mean 20% 10% whatever it is there is a minimum making charges when it comes to a bar or a coin that is very small so when you have a pool of money and uh, you're you're not looking at it for a particular occasion but you want gold you would obviously tend towards bars and coins that's right that's what has happened okay so uh, in the quarter 2 do we do we see higher demand or will the prices hurt the sentiment i mean you pretty much answered that but i mean if if we just have to talk about 
yeah it will continue to be um, affected by the price um, because i don't think uh, the consumers have really uh, in a sense accepted the current price point okay. of 53 55000 while 50000 seems to be an accepted price point not the 55000 that we are facing with gst so they will require probably a lot more evidence to see that this is the price level you could look forward to for the next 4 years 5 years this is this is not a blip this is not a volatile uh, uh, you know price point etc now for that uh, it is very difficult to say anything to the consumers now till such time the the conflict goes on people are not going to uh, get into a mood of thinking that this price is stable you know it is only the post conflict scenario when only inflation and the post war issues come up and then you relate the gold price to that can some uh, conclusions be drawn by the consumers themselves so we also have akshay tritya coming up which you know which is an annual event so what do you think is going to be uh, you know what's your expectations from this year's akshay tritya in context of what you just it will be it will be better than the last year's akshay tritya there is no doubt about it because last year was again we were having the second wave and things like that and the previous year again we had a lockdown so it will be better than those uh, uh, akshay tritya but it is not going to be one of the best akshay trityas in the pre covid era that's not the case compare it with dantera's in december 2020 uh, december quarter of 2021 the dantera's of 2021 was one of the best even amongst the pre covid periods it was one of the best okay now that is not what you expect in this akshay trityas because uh, you know price points are uh, pretty uh, are seen as very stiff and uh, not only stiff as i mentioned it's they like it when the prices go up but they are not very sure that uh, you know uh, one month down the line this will be the price you know when the war abates if the price abates they don't want to be seen as having bought gold at a higher price right so what you just said about dhanteras do you think that since the prices have been st- had been stagnant all through 2021 and you know half of 2020 is that what uh, drove demand during dhanteras last year well one of the things was the softness in demand a uh, softness in price uh, into uh, in the december quarter second is that was the quarter when the relaxations the lockdown relaxations across the globe uh, started uh, uh, you know showing up in various uh, categories not just gold and uh, the consumer sentiment rose across and particularly in india with all the vaccination uh, rates having gone up etc so it was a combination of factors but definitely the softness in price following the lockdown relaxation played a big role and then there was this pent up demand which just showed up you know because a lot of uh, weddings took place so people bought a lot of jewelry there was also a lot of savings that, that uh, was made because people did not spend money in the last two years all that you know came into gold right. but it was still more a urban phenomenon in 2022 we believe it will be more a urban uh, a rural phenomenon that will come to what we believe is because don't for uh, what has happened is uh, in, in in the rural savings uh, have been affected in the last two years because people went back from urban areas to rural areas during the lockdown and they had nothing probably nothing uh, no uh, uh, economic activity there so they dipped into the savings which is one of the reasons you find the rural uh, demand for many categories have been very soft that's right because you know when people went back first of all they lost their incomes 
which they were doing in the urban areas and sending it to the rural uh, households. On top of it, they went back to the households and they were they were sharing, you know, so the savings were dipped into. Now they are all started coming back. So which essentially means that, uh, you know, they will be sending money back home, which will increase the rural savings, etc. And uh, monsoon is expected to be uh, normal. So a couple of factors uh, seem very favorable for demand to come through and particularly uh, rural demand. But uh, it would all depend on what happens to the price following this uh, global conflict. All right. Uh, any any positive impact of flat crypto prices on gold? Well, I don't think crypto in a sense affect gold. You know, as we have always said, you know, we don't comment on the other. It's not like, you know, if equity markets go up, you know, gold does that. We have even proven that, in fact, gold does well when equity markets, uh, there is a lot of volatility in equity markets and the equity markets, actually, there is a pullback. The uh, uh, the uh, uh, negative correlation with gold is higher, which means the gold performs much better in, as a portfolio diversifier. So when it comes to crypto, you know, it's an asset class which is more volatile. We have seen the volatility in the last few years. It has got a set of risks uh, attached to it, which is not for the general gold consumer. Let's not forget. I mean, uh, crypto is not for a general gold buyer. I mean, gen who, who invests in gold? Generally, if you look at India, I'm talking about people who otherwise invest in fixed deposits. You know, it is a certain amount of conservatism is built into gold. Right. Certain right. amount of long term mindset is being built into gold. Of course, it has got uh, a, 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 a connection with inflation, interest rates, etc. No doubt about it. But it is uh, uh, from a consumer point of view, it is gold is about conservatism. Gold is about, uh, you know, long term. You know, some of these don't apply to crypto. So, uh, and I don't think crypto has in any manner, uh, you know, uh, impacted gold demand or anything like that. Right. Uh, so, you know, in the gold loan portfolio across banks, there, there was a jump of around 90% year on year uh, in the last financial year. And uh, a jump of about 70,000 70,900 crore in the first nine months of, uh, you know, uh, last financial year. Do you think that has also uh, impacted the gold demand in the last, uh, in the first quarter of this year? No, see, uh, gold loans don't affect the demand. Gold loans actually are a reflection of why demand exists. Okay. You really see gold performs its role in such situations. All right. You buy gold because you think it's a great investment. And... The, uh, the lady who holds the jewelry becomes a lender of lost result. And that's where these gold loan companies come in, gold loans come in, essentially. And uh, it played the role because when people went back, you saw quarter three, quite a lot of uh, gold loan uh, things came out. Uh, I mean, the growth was, was phenomenal. And that's the role that gold plays. So it's in fact, gold loans actually reflect why people buy gold. Not that, but there is no direct connection that if gold loans go up, you know, demand goes up. No, that's not that's not a equation at all. So, uh, for the last question, any comments for gold investors right now, given the geopolitical situations? Well, uh, you see, gold is a great diversifier. We have seen that. We have also seen uh, in the last couple of months, in particular, 
how it is very important to hold a certain amount of your portfolio in gold. No matter what, you know, if you have a portfolio, it is important that you hold some gold. And that has become clear, not just through the war, it has become clear in various uh, situations. You know, look at what has happened to the Sri Lankan currency. Now, India is a very, very strong market, but it's not about, uh, uh, you know, saying that similar risks exist. But what it says is, it protects you against risks which you cannot in the normal course factor into your uh, thinking. That is why you hold gold. It's a great insurance to have against unforeseen risks rather than risks which you can actually factor and you know probably cover through hedge and uh, uh, strategies. That's where gold plays a very strong role. So the point uh, here is it is important therefore that gold is held uh, you don't time the market. I mean, you buy gold, you have to choose the right form of gold. If you want jewelry, you want to wear jewelry, that is one base. Don't want to wear jewelry, you want just gold exposure. There are, uh, you know, enormous options that are coming through. So, uh, in term, we don't off obviously offer investment advice, but all we say is, please understand, gold performs exceedingly well when there is uh, 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 issues in the equity markets. Okay, in fact, uh, the coral, the negative correlation is much more sharper when the markets pull back. But it also performs well when the markets do well. So it is, it is an asset class which has been in existence for a long time. Central banks continue to hold them as part of the reserves, though it is not a currency. It is still something on which uh, you know the world has relied on for years and will continue to rely on for centuries. So uh, therefore, it's important that people diversify into gold in the appropriate form. That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.